Hi, this is Roy's Rocket Radio, episode 179, recorded on Friday the 26th of May 2017, and the time at the beginning of the show is 3 minutes and 50 seconds past midnight. So, another very early recorded show. Sad week, really, so... It's nice to take a little holiday from hassles and listen to Roy's Rocket Radio. And while I'm not the captain, I'm wearing a hula shirt, metaphorically speaking, and sipping an equally imaginary nice cocktail somewhere off the shoulder of Orion while the captain tinkers with the engines. And I can hear him swearing from here. Terrible language. Okay, and on with the show. Let's start with the next Doctor. And yes, here we are again with more speculation. I remember the time just before Capaldi was named as the Doctor. We went through this little exercise. And last time I used the UK bookmakers Ladbrokes to see what the odds were. And again, I'm doing that this time on prospective actors slated to take over from Peter Capaldi. One thing I'm curious about, if you're listening in the US, and odds are, that you are, because I've looked at my listener stats and most of you are in the US, do you guys take bets on the cast of children's programs? I'm guessing you can take bets on anything, but I'm kind of curious if you're doing the same with Doctor Who. I've put a link in the show notes to the Ladbrokes page if you want to have a look. And there's also some analysis, if you can call it that, from the mirror.co.uk. That's one of our tabloid newspapers. But this year, I've decided to relax and not worry too much about who the next Doctor is. Yes, it would be nice if the next Doctor was not a white guy. Or even a guy. But let's just see what happens. Next, The Handmaid's Tale, 2017. And just before the show, I was watching an advert in between The Good Fight and the rerun of The X-Files. And I finally saw the Handmaid's Tale trailer. Now, I know this has been out and it's available on Hulu in the US and it's now available here and I do remember watching the film version of Margaret Atwood's sci-fi novel ages and ages ago it was the one with Robert Duval and it was also the one that Atwood doesn't think was very good but actually it wasn't that bad but Judging by the look of the remake, the remake is genuinely better, and it looks like it would work better as a TV series anyway. The point is, though, for years I have told people how much I enjoyed this thoroughly dystopian tale, and now I hear other nerds harp on about this new show as if it's something they just discovered which irritates me no end, but at least the new show is getting the story out there. 
and it is another thing on my infinite playlist. American Gods 2017, available on Amazon Prime Video. Now, this is a Neil Gaiman story based on his novel, which I only ever read halfway through. Sorry, Neil. But now, with Ian McShane as Odin, I'm there. Eventually, when I wade again through the backlog of other stuff on the playlist that I just mentioned, I will get round to watching this as well. What else has been going on? Oh, of course, Doctor Who, Extremist, Series 10, Episode 6. That was the last episode I watched last Saturday. I do wish Moffat would just drop the parody bordering on derivation. It's starting to bore me. Actually, it was starting to bore me a long time ago. The week before that, it was Zombies on a Spaceship. This week, it's a Dan Brown adventure. Apart from that major or minor quibble, depending on how you look at it, I think there were good moments, and it can't have been all bad because I have written in my notes that it now replaces Oxygen as the second best episode of the current series. The first episode pilot, I think, was still the best. The most important news of the week, though, is that on Saturday I'm going to Comic-Con. Yes, I'll be at MCM London Comic-Con on Saturday. It's my first major con, though I went to my first actual con, Easter Con, earlier this year, and I also talked about it. I hope to see some listeners there, though... I might be hoping a bit too much because three to three and a half thousand listeners a month, odds are that I probably won't meet anyone at all. But if I do, I'd be happy to say hello to you, maybe record a few words for the show that I will do about Comic-Con. So feel free to say hello, especially if you see some bloke walking around with a recorder, but again, I'm guessing there are going to be about a thousand blokes and women walking around festooned with podcasting equipment. I'm also going to Thought Bubble later this year, but that will be around September, so don't really have to talk about that yet. But yeah, I'm pretty excited about Saturday, I have managed to slim down my podcasting equipment to one tiny little padded bag about the size of my cupped hands. It is that small. I whittled it down from maybe taking a vocal mic to taking a shotgun mic with the mic mount and a windshield, and a wind muff, and headphones. But about a week ago, my headphones snapped. The cable just snapped. They got caught under a shopping trolley. Long story, very embarrassing. And the cable tore. They're only cheap ones, so don't worry. But I bought a pair of in-ear buds. 
not the ones that kind of nestle in that space, but the ones that you actually shove into your ear canals, at the opening of the ear canals, and they've got a little silicone grommet that holds them in. And they were also pretty cheap, and according to the specs, they have a very wide frequency response, almost wider than my preferred headphones. These are little Sony EX something or other, the cheapest ones you can buy actually, but they work quite well, not as comfortable as headphones, but a lot less to carry. Added to that, I have a small lav mic, that's the mics that you pin to lapels. It turns out that that mic seems to work quite well as a handheld mic, believe it or not. So I can interview people by holding the little bud mic and moving it carefully back and forth. But also, of course, it works really well as a lapel mic. And one good thing about using an external mic with your recorder, you are very unlikely to record handling noise of the recorder itself because the mic will be quite far away. Anyway, that is the plan. I take my little Sony and two bits of cable, one with my earbuds and the other with the mic, and that's it for recording equipment for the whole show. And my recorder's batteries also seem to last forever, so that's good. You know, the whole thing feels very liberating not having to carry so much around with me. But I will also, of course, have my phone fully charged just in case anything goes wrong and I can use the recorder on that. And just before we finish talking about pop culture, some late-breaking news. About 18 hours or so ago, probably about a day now, the latest Game of Thrones trailer became available. Looks quite exciting. Don't have much to say about that because all I really did was watch it. And also, Roger Moore, RIP, died recently. Mum and Dad tell me that I really liked him. Apparently he was my favourite James Bond, which is odd because, in my memory, it was Sean Connery, but apparently I like Roger Moore too. I do remember him as my favourite Simon Templar in The Saint. Although, I watched it on a rerun because I think the original series came out a bit before my time. And just before I recorded this, I was watching The X-Files. Do you know, I finally find the voiceover that Scully and Mulder do at various points during each show to be dry and slightly pompous. I don't know why I hadn't noticed that before. And then there's all the endless trying to make committees look interesting. Well, I've been in the civil service and I've been a techie who's sat in board meetings and believe me, committees are anything but interesting. So, well, okay. But anyway, on with the show. And on to the tech section next. Another bit of late breaking news. IMSI is shutting down. It was supposed to be the nice version of Reddit. And usually I'm on top of every single 
social network, but I don't have an account on Imsi, and now it's too late. On to the techno bilge of the week. I really have to stop calling it techno bilge. I'm not that grumpy. Pixel for PC and Mac. Now, Pixel is a spin of Raspbian for PCs and Macs, so you can also use the default Raspberry Pi operating system on your PC or Mac. So I tried it, and I found it to be slower on my netbook, which is considerably more powerful than a Raspberry Pi, than Lubuntu, which is weird, because both use LXDE. And I have noticed, although this came out late last year, there hasn't been much said about it since then, so I'm assuming it wasn't a big success. Also, if you do decide to try it, be aware that the recommended boot software for your USB flash drive, called Etcher, really buggered up my flash drive. I think it messed with the file allocation tables and the master boot record, or some combination thereof. And it was a real procedure and a half to fix. In the end, I had to use a third-party file formatting tool called FAT32 Format. So just be aware, if there is any other way that you can make your flash drive bootable, use it in preference to Etcher. Oh, look at this. The next item, the Echo Show. All I have to say about this new Amazon device is why not a tablet? And this is old news. This thing came out ages ago. It looks vaguely tablet-like, and it is designed as only having a voice interface. And it's not particularly cheap either. My next moan is about Mac Vim. I use Vim, which I have a love-hate relationship with. Vim is a souped-up version of the Vi text editor for Unix and then Linux and now for Windows as well. And this distribution, MacVim, is apparently for Macs. Now, I have a lovingly crafted VimRC. The VimRC is a configuration file that most Vi users have, and mine is pretty long. It's a few hundred lines long. Unfortunately, all these years of carefully putting together my VimRC is completely wasted with MacVim. And not only that, MacVim seems to bugger up the pre-installed Vim in Mac OS. So I'm not really pleased with that. Another thing that bothered me in the search for a decent text editor for MacOS. Man, I just got used to saying Mac OS X, now I have to say Mac OS. Sorry, Mum, Mac OS X. See, she knows, even I don't know, even I get these things wrong. So yeah, I tried this editor called Atom from GitHub, 
and has a hackery kind of person, the fact that it's from GitHub should appeal to me, and it did appeal to me, but when I tried it, I found it slow, at least on MacOS, and just a little too complicated. And that's compared to Vim. There was a text editor that I found a bit more user-friendly, but we'll get onto that after I've finished my last moan, because obviously if I found it a bit more user-friendly, it's not really a moan, and it doesn't belong in the techno-bilge section. <sighs> That's way too pedantic. I've got to do something about the structuring of this podcast. Okay, the last moan is about the NHS hack. What a mess. There's nothing I can say now that hasn't already been said, but here's my take on what happened. Okay, as far as I can tell, an NSA-sourced exploit called Eternal Blue somehow leaked and was used in a piece of ransomware called WannaCry, which targeted WinXP systems and hardware that is still used in the NHS. Not over the whole NHS, but in little bits of it, where they've got a particular app or hardware that will only run on Windows XP. So that's what happened. Bit of a cock-up all round. The problem, both the NHS was still using the operating system on some older systems and hardware, and Microsoft has not supported XP for years. The solution? Microsoft, under a considerable amount of pressure, rolled out a patch. So there have been errors all round. This is a real eye-opener on why you shouldn't use unpatched software. And that's it for my moans of the week. That's it for the techno build section of the week, which I'm rapidly getting tired of. And I think this just might be technology from now on. Okay, as I said earlier, there was a text editor that seems to have some promise for Mac OS, and that is Brackets, which is also free, like all the text editors that I try out. And that is from Adobe. Yes, Adobe, I know. I mean, I use Adobe Photoshop, and I have done for years, but I'm not a big fan of the company. So the search for a decent universal text editor goes on, and it's a search that I have been doing, wow, for at least 20 years. Next technology thing, the Retron HD, that's retro with a capital N, all one word, space, capital H, capital D. This is a not bad, in my opinion, Nintendo-ish console, and is suggested as an alternative for the Nintendo Classic Mini. Do you remember that thing? The thing that we all wanted and none of us had got. But the Retron HD, apart from scaling 
and allowing you to use your old carts, why not just buy the original for about the same price? I always see them in a certain overpriced high street secondhand electronics store. What else has been going on in the tech world? Of course, I haven't even mentioned, or if I have, I have forgotten, although I did tweet this, or retweet, one of Chelsea Manning's tweets in my tweet stream. Yes, Chelsea Manning is out. Julian Assange looks like he might be out, or he's half out anyway, but there's still the problem that the Americans want him. And that's all I can think of for technology this week. So let's go on to creative. And I do have a few things to say today. As I have been promising that I would say for a few shows now. And the first thing is about starting and finishing projects. If you juggle too many projects, you'll never finish any of them. That particularly applies to me, and people like me. So, what I've done the day before yesterday is I started to tie up loose ends and editing as far as I have got in Blackgate, which is the current novel that I'm working on, a horror novel. Now, I did this in spite of being right in the thick of writing it, because I'm always right in the thick of it. And unless I take a break, I'll never get the Horus box out to agents. Do you remember the Horus box? That was my first novel. God knows how long ago I wrote that. And it's still sitting there, waiting for that last re-edit, that last read-through, to go out to another 20 London agents. So that's the plan do only minor work with Blackgate, and do a last edit to the Horus box. And if you've been reading my Twitter stream, that's what I meant in my tweet about finishing things. Next, taking care of yourself. Creatives, writers especially, amongst all the artists, are notorious for not looking after themselves. While this can seem romantic, when it starts to impinge on your work, the truth is that it isn't so glamorous. And it's not just the drink or drugs. We're not all Hemingways or Robbings. But also simply neglect. Food can't be all pizza. Exercise can't just be a stretch in your office chair. Bills don't get paid by your imaginary manservant. Igor, shut up. If you're single, it's worse. Because as you sit there in your tower, in your fortress of solitude, there's no one around to poke you with a stick. So before you know it, you're a slouching, unfit slob, sleeping under a pile of unopened mail. So, after recently having thoroughly disgraced myself while trying to earn some extra money in a job with a fair bit of manual labour, I have taken it upon myself to get a little fitter. Now, instead of doing that 10,000 steps a day thing that I've been doing 
and I mentioned in the podcast, and again on Twitter, and which obviously was not in any way enough. I am also tackling the neglected garden. It is really hard work, far harder than going to the gym or running. So I'm doing heavy work, but I'm limiting myself to less than two hours per session because I also don't want to keel over, which is what I nearly did with that last job. I'm also eating vegetables, which is actually harder than the gardening. Ah, any vegetable other than potato seems like trial by gastronomy. Finally, I'm also remembering to have a once a week plastic bag day. You've heard about these before if you're a regular listener, so sorry for the occasional repetition, but I have so many new listeners. Hi there, new listeners. These plastic bag days are when I take all my outstanding correspondence with me in a plastic bag. I just pick it right off the floor, shovel it into this plastic bag without looking at it, and take it with me to deal with before doing my daily writing. If you are a creative, an artist, or even a programmer, especially hackers sit there pouring through source code for days, or gamers. Yes, I remember sitting in my room, listening to Not The Doom soundtrack by Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails, because I didn't have that with my copy of Doom. But I listened to, I think it was ACDC High Voltage, cranked up to a million on my stereo, and I sat in my chair in my bedroom, playing Doom for eight hours. Eight hours! So yeah, remember to take a break from whatever creative thing that you're doing, get exercise, eat healthily, pay your bills, and don't let the home fall down around your ears. So that's the creative pep talk of the week. Done. And... That really is it for the show. The next time we speak, I'll have been to MCM London Comic Con, and you can hear how that went. If you recognise me, though there are very few photos of me online, say hello, or if a slightly crazy-looking guy waving a microphone or tripping over his own trainers approaches you, it's probably me. And that's really it for the show tonight. Tell someone about Roy's Rocket Radio, please. Get the word out there. It's nice to have new listeners. Let me know what you think of the show or get in touch to just say hello. You can get to my blog, which is roymartha, R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R dot wordpress dot com. My Twitter handle is at Roy Martha. There is a hashtag for the show, hashtag Roy's Rocket Radio. Please, I beseech you, review the show in iTunes. It is extremely important. And finally, hire me. Please hire me so that I don't have to shift heavy objects around anymore. Go to 
roymartha.com and see all the creative media type things I can do for you and which you can pay me money to do. And that's it for the show. This was Roy's Rocket Radio episode 179 recorded on Friday the 26th of May 2017 and the time at the end of the show is 44 minutes past midnight and 3 seconds. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Bye. <laughs>